Hey, it's Patel, your long-lost cousin. But tell me about it. I can't believe we found each other. So help out us underdogs. Follow the podcast on Spotify and encourage one of your friends to follow too. We'll talk about money, crazy relationships, science, and much more. And I'd love to have you as a guest speaker. So thank you for listening and enjoy. This is named a podcast. <laughs> Fool's talking. I mean, I like that. But anyway. I also like, what the hell, blank, but I'm not going to say my name, so it rhymes. Anyways. I mean, there's not much to talk about the deep web, really, because the deep web well, is... Let's just say... It's not anything different from the web that we know. Yeah, the deep web... Is, I, I was reading, because I like to read uh-huh. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I already know that you have a better understanding of many random things from our year, sure. year or two of conversations we've had. So the surface web is what we see on Google searches. Deep web is what you do or what you see after you log in somewhere on the internet. And then the dark web is unindexed. Yeah. Right. Unindexed. Use it through the Tor browser, which I thought was cool because Tor is the onion router. Yes. I thought that was cute. Uh-huh. Onions so layers, you. encryption, hard to find you, hard to find what you're searching. Cool. I also thought it was interesting. Who invented it? government yeah sometimes things like backfire do, do you think do you consider it backfiring on the government that they created this and then opened it up to the public i mean that was all part of the plan originally they had to open it up to the public so that what the spies were doing was also camouflage a little bit more yeah yeah backfire? yeah i don't i don't know if it backfired okay i don't know if it backfired the silk road uh, the biggest, what, the drug dealing website yeah. that happened on Ross the dark Albright. web. Great book. Right? He used a tour, but because he used tour, he got caught. But literally, the only way he got caught was because it was straight up red-handed. There's no other way. He was caught red-handed right. on a browser. That's the only way. Now, that's a very difficult way to find someone. Which is what we talked about before, though. Right? You can only catch somebody pretty much at the entry point or the exit point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so... It's not surprising that that's how he was caught. Entry, so he was caught on the entry point. Right, he was caught on the public. entry point. Right, yeah. exactly, because you're going to make a mistake. But that's that's very common for just about any security, right? Like, we've always said, like, there's no such thing as foolproof cybersecurity, even mm-hmm. if you did. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's, like... Part of the reason why we looked up even Swiss cheese model. Oh yeah, we did. But uh, you're only gonna ever catch somebody at the entry point or the exit point. Mm-hmm. And plus, what's the world's population? Too many. Too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, too many. It is. It is next to impossible to observe everyone at all times. And let's say we build a technology that gets up to that point. I would assume we wouldn't know about it. Because if it were to be that, we would have needed a paradigm shift. Our current group of people at least still believe in some form of privacy. Right? So the Tor browser, while good, and has its own set of encryptions, Mm -hmm. 
its main source is the fact that it's constantly moving you around, right? So you're basically, if this was an example, <coughs> you're basically a person who's changing vehicles all the time. So every time, every time you go and you are, let's say, a criminal and you watch a movie, the, the bad guys keep on changing cars, right? Sure, sure. Because every time they'll be like, hey, we're looking for a six foot one, dark-haired person, possibly, you give the description of the person, what they wear generally, because mm -hmm. facial features are hard to describe, and then you tell them like what vehicle they're in, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're on a tour, it's basically a person who's changing their disguise, constantly changing vehicles, yeah. makes it harder to detect. Mm -hmm. Inevitable. Okay. Right? That's like the metaphor of how that works. But at the same time, if it... It's not the Tor browser or anything that's going to end up being the case, right? Like, you already have security layers. So... Yeah, the browser itself... Right, so the, you have, the user, The user is the one changing all the cars. Right, so... The browser itself, I, I look, it's like, like a forest with, like, no trails. Right. To get, get you from A to B. You have no idea where to look. It's actually sometimes really difficult to use. Right. To find what the heck you want to find. And so, but privacy is becoming a concern. But that's what I'm saying, like... People are going to get away with stuff even without a Tor browser. Yeah, so getting it. right. The, the, the deep web, yeah. the deep web is just, it's not hard to find even dark web websites. Mm. Okay, let's be honest. Like half of the child pornography in the world is found on a it's dark on web. on there. So you're, yeah, if you're going to shoot a dart at somewhere dark and the majority of the stuff is child pornography, then you probably have a good chance of finding it. And no, and that's, that's how they keep, no, but that's how they catch the people too, though. But unfortunately, you better be careful, because when you are on there, that's probably what you're going to end up searching and finding. And you... No, 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 I don't think you'll be end up searching and finding it. Oh. I mean, you have, the dark web works very similar to Google. You have to be searching it. I, Do you know, see what I'm trying to say? I mean, yeah, so... Right, so you go to the Onion link sites. Right. So there are onion boards on Tor, right? Yeah. Like, you might see child pornography there, right? Yeah. But you're not actually searching for it. You might see it. Okay. But if you don't click into it, you're not going into it. I didn't know you would see it. I thought you just had to actually put in the URL. The yeah, dot yeah. onion URL. Yes, yeah, so like, you had to put... You don't even know. Oh, those so are, there so are dot, confusing. But there are dot onion boards oh. that just have a list of... Oh. of okay, so there are Or a forum, boards. if you will, that you could search Got the it. forum, right? So they are indexed. They're just not publicly indexed. Uh, okay, so as you, you go into the tour, right? So as you are. go into the tour network, you'll find a place that's like, oh, we sort of index onions, okay. right? If you will, and then you can search your way through, yeah. and have a very decent uh, way to search. Mm. But if you're not specifically searching for child porn, yeah, while you may come across it, similar to certain websites that. Clearly, you were not looking for a porn website, but you're getting porn pop-ups because that's just how that website makes money. Mm. All right? So, uh... You're not going to just... So, before I knew about these boards, mm -hmm. um, I did find that there was a Google-like copycat search engine called Gram, mm -hmm. but it only lasted for three years, like from 14 to 2017. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a lot of things on the dark net. Would you say that... Sometimes the URL survive for a little while, and then just no one upkeeps them. It's a bunch of garbage. But it's it's that's gonna happen all the time. Yeah. Like that happens even on the public domain sites, right? Because yeah, it's true. You can't keep something up unless you are significantly 
wealthy enough to keep it up. Yeah. So these are all taking the money of yeah. whichever provider that's doing it. So at the end of the day, the dark web is no different from the public facing web. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't ever consider it very much different either. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, a lot of these crime can happen. Crime happens even on the public websites. Yeah. They're just disguised differently. Yeah. Right? Like a... Let's be honest. It's a storefront and whatever happens in the back. Like right. those movies we see when they're gambling and they have these huge casinos behind some convenience store front. Right. <laughs> Something. Exactly. Because laundry, the best laundry, place... Laundromat is a popular one in shows. Yes. In reality. Uh, but that's because the best place to hide something is in plain sight. Yep. Right? Yeah. Uh, when they already knew that from... I forget which book, but it is a classic book mm-hmm. where there was a letter that was quite damning uh, and they left it right on the table <laughs> with the other envelopes. <laughs> but they ripped that whole room apart. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for all they like poked at their couches and whatever. Huh. Interesting. Um, so instead of taking the letter with them, mm-hmm. right? They just left it there. Right. Have you ever watched because Inside Man? Because had they caught the person, they might have caught the letter. Probably, but have you watched Inside Man? Um, yes, the movie? but I'm not very good at remembering what happens. Right. Well, he's trying to steal from the bank. Okay. So he holds everybody hostage. Right. Yeah. And there's a whole ploy throughout the whole movie, but what they're building is a fake wall. Mm. And they start sending out the hostages, whatever, in the mix, they're in the mix, everybody's in the mix, whatever, da 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 da. And the main character stays in the bank for a whole, like, one or two weeks after the case is closed. <laughs> Comes out of the fake area that he's in, <laughs> takes it out, right? And on a normal day, hides it. out in one of the places and walks out with the rest of the people nice. a whole month later mm. but he's been in the bank the entire time very smart right mm-hmm. so he's hiding there plain sight. not in plain well, sight per se but in the place where you least likely would find somebody to be right, right. Wow. wow what's going on but anyway mm-hmm. that's what's happening mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so much of the crime will happen on a normal website. Yeah. Uh, I just think, like, more information, more access, right? It leads mm-hmm. to more freedoms. And unfortunately, some freedoms... No, it doesn't. ...are immoral. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right? It's upside down. That's two upside-down cars in two days. That is two upside-down cars. Okay. But freedom does not lead... More information does not lead to more freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. let's, 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 let's look at that theory, right? Okay. Um, there's a theory of extremes. Okay? okay? Yeah. You cannot have communism or without socialism. Of- no, no. Without extreme democracy. Oh, right. The pendulum is always going to swing to Right, violence. exactly. Right? Because... It is in democracy that those voices could be heard oh, yeah. so that they can bring people together. And it is in the depths of communism, <laughs> right, that people want to say, we need our freedoms. Okay? Like, communisms don't birth new communisms, right? Communisms just have people who are in power struggling for more power keeping the same communism. It doesn't birth a new communism. It just births a new leader, right? Yeah. 
That's what it does. So information, information is a diffusion of power. Is a diffusion of power, but it also Which gains is power. Fantastic. Right? Because when everybody For got other. a ring doorbell, everybody's yeah. been spying on each other. <laughs> And now you've taken away people's freedoms. Yeah, you are a tool. Of do you see what I'm trying to get at? Like some people who buy rings. Right. So, do you see what I'm getting we'll at? Do though? it. So, high surveillance means more information. Yeah. More information can lead to less freedom. That's true. Right. Uh, it's not, and it goes both ways. Now, the the question is, is you're always trying to find the equitable, mm-hmm. the balance, mm-hmm. but it's. It's not something that anyone can easily find. So, a lot of times we always speak in full truths as people. We might say, like, oh, information leads to more freedom, right? Transparency (laughs) is what allows companies to be grow, and that's what makes a good company. And so, I'd like to see a fully transparent company and see how well it actually ends up doing, right? And I'm going to tell you right now, it probably doesn't end up doing well. That is why, at least historically speaking, a lot of public companies, right? Because they have to be more transparent about their balance book. Yeah. Because they are public. Yeah. Speaking of which. Go private. Did you hear Reddit might go for an IPO? Yes, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like a lot of the Redditors and the boards, they feel like it's insulting to them. Right. Because it'll be public. Right. <laughs> more control over what they say and do. Exactly. A lot more censorship. And, and so, I feel sad for Reddit. So, so I inevitably, like Reddit. Right. I, I like Reddit for the fact that it's pretty much the one uncensored, like one of the few uncensored well, social media. Let's not say it's uncensored. I mean, they do okay. that moderate. Less censored. Yeah, that's you true. You can go onto an uncensored board, but I mean, it has a lot of moderators. It does have a lot of mods. Actually, they like. Anyways, true. Fair. But I'm still. just, it's just, there's no perfect way of doing things ever, mm-hmm. really. I mean, that's why I said, like, if you are a fully transparent company, you go public, a lot of the times, those same companies become private. Mm-hmm. And then they become public again once they fix themselves up a little bit. <laughs> it's really... I've never heard of that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's... And some, they just go private and they just die out. Mm-hmm. But... Always being public doesn't necessarily help you. Yeah. So you're always looking for that, like, balance yeah. on those kind of things. Yeah. So, you know, now we can talk a little bit, like, information and privacy and, and censorship and security and why Bitcoin has such a bad rap. Because it's true. It is. Is it? Is it the currency that's used on the dark web for unfortunately really terrible things? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing they. Well, that's what they use. No, that is. But I like I like cryptocurrency. Do you like cryptocurrency? I mean, I don't have as, as an investment. As an investment, I'm fine with it. Right. Uh. Oh, side note: Is your house really like? Is it a smart home? No. I, I agree. My, my home is also not a smart home. I wouldn't want that. I'm not against it. Oh, I am. Oh. Uh, I think because it makes me feel dumb and I don't know how to use half the stuff, but I also don't want to contribute to... I don't want to contribute to information that corporations are using. 
They have I, enough. They, uh, they, they use it enough. No one reads the fine print. Right. Nobody reads the fine print. Uh, but at the same time, like... Again, it's a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Right now, we are an age of people who... We have a certain subset of people who really care about our privacy. Wondering if our TVs are listening to us. Uh, but... At some point, there's going to be a paradigm shift. Like, my kids think Alexa's really cool when they go to uh, pump it up. That they can request any music that they want without actually finding an adult. Ah. Right? So, they might freedom, grow up into freedom. a generation that thinks that it's really cool without knowing. Right? Like... We are a generation of people who do not understand war to the same extent that baby boomers did for World War II or World War I. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are a generation of people who... The reason why we have such soaring debt and people living paycheck to paycheck because back in the day, I was told they had a home finance class where you actually knew how to balance your books. Home ec! Right. I took that. You know, that's so... You see what I'm getting at, right? Like, and now you have that, a whole generation it, that doesn't... Took it, but did it change my life? No. No, but you understand <laughs> that more people back in the day knew how to balance a book. So they knew their inputs and outputs. Including women. Women were so right. powerful in that department. So now that's not the case, and now everybody just wants to spend? Yep. On right. credit! So... It'll require a paradigm shift for us to have smartphones, but smart homes are gonna happen. That's like saying, I don't want them to have information, I'm not gonna have a smartphone. Yeah. But if it becomes suddenly crucial, <laughs> right? No, and sometimes I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that. Right, so if it becomes crucial, you're gonna end up. Yeah. I, mean, so I wouldn't say no to it completely. Yeah. But no, my house is a dumb home. I think it's not more like. For me, it's not a question of, like you said, uh, I don't want them to have more information about me. Mine is more of a question of, I don't want to spend the money. Agreed on that, on that premise too. 